Broadcasting from the top of the Mount of Olives, it's Mordecai Lehman on News Talk BC. This is News Talk BC. Welcome back. Yes, you're with Mordecai Lehman for another 60 minutes, give or take. Well, it's been a fascinating show so far. Thanks for being involved. Uh, please continue to do so. Of course, you can phone us, you can text us, you can email me, Mordy with a Y, at newstalkbc.com, or you can tweet us directly at newstalkbc. Well, so far this morning, it's been varied. We have been talking Caesar and the political uprisings, if you can call them that. The new Labour right leadership, will it make any difference at all to how that's going to go. We've been talking uh, the Roman census, the BCAD switchover, and also interested in your thoughts on that weird occurrence in the sky, especially if you've seen it around your neck of the woods. But um, Jonathan's been very patiently waiting through the news. Hello, Jonathan. Oh, good day. Am I through to Mordecai? Yep, is this yep, Mordecai? Yep, it is, Jonathan. Where you go? Well, look, I don't often uh, phone talk back, but in this instance, making a bit of an exception, I've had a gutful. Okay, a gutful of what exactly? You might like to write this down, the Romans. Okay, so what have they done this time? Well, aside from occupying the country, they've mm. inflicted upon us a snap census. Mm. This is a disaster. This current bloke, I've got to tell you, Caesar Augustus, he must have a million pen pushers somewhere. I mean, this is a catastrophe for small business. So you're a small business owner. What, what business are you in? I'm in the hospitality business, innkeeping. I've got to put myself down as an innkeeper. Very good. Uh, exactly where? Oh, little town of Bethlehem. I'm actually the president of the Innkeepers Association for the whole Judea region. I mean, our members have had it. We have had it up to here with these people. So you've had enough of the census? Well, yeah, not just the census, though, Molly, the whole bureaucracy. And they're very big on records, the Romans. They'd edict after edict. Uh, we're knee-deep in edicts here. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So you're saying you're really not keen on the census, what, because there's too much paperwork? Well, yeah, but this is not just your everyday census. This one's an absolute cracker. In this one, you've got to go physically back to where you were born in order to be registered. I mean, we've got people in this town we haven't seen since they were kids. Now, you just imagine, just imagine for a moment, Morty, the pressure that this is putting on accommodation. Yep, I'm imagining. Um, what about you yourself? At your place, is there any room at the inn? No, we're under terrible pressure. There's no room in the inn. All the inns in the whole town are for We're chocker here. Well, but as a small business owner who owns an inn, wouldn't that be a good thing? Being chocker would be great for business. Well, no, from a business point of view, we're humming like a top. But I'm talking about the difficulties here, Morty. See the difficulties if you can. Well, you tell us about them. Well, too many people. I mean, we are, we are, this is the position we're in at the moment. We're putting three families into a room. Now, this is not exactly council-approved methodology. For last night, I'll give you an example. Late last night, we're a young bloke coming here from Galilee, this bloke is, which is bloody miles away. Yep. He's got a teenage wife. She's heavily pregnant. Looked as if she was about to pop, as a matter of fact. Anyway, we just couldn't fit them in. Couldn't fit them in. Okay, so you're actually having to turn people away. I don't know, we didn't turn them away. I mean, this is late at night, Morty, you can't turn people away. A woman's about to have a baby, you can't turn them away. But you just said you couldn't fit them in. No, 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 we couldn't even find a park for the donkey. Okay, so what did you do? Well, we put them in the cow shed. We did got a cow shed out the back, we invited them to stay in there. But if she's heavily pregnant, when was she actually due to have the baby? No, I've got no idea. I mean, she might even have had it by now, I haven't had time to check. Well, it sounds a bit rough, giving birth in a cow shed. Oh, no, no, there's some straw down there, they got a bit of straw. Oh, just a bit of straw on the floor, what? Yeah, well, you know, if she did give birth, I mean, I guess they could tuck the little one away in a manger. I mean, look, there's not a lot of options. Or well, don't you have a crib? For a bed? Yes. No. 
Well, won't there be cattle lowing? But what if the baby awakes? They do do a bit of lowing, uh, I will confess. But, yeah, I would describe it as, you know, moderate lowing. So it's a tolerable level. Yeah, it is, it is yeah. I, I would describe it as moderate uh, to tolerable lowing. If you, if you like. All right. Hey, look, thanks so much for your call. But just actually before you go, one last thing. We, I'm sure you've yep. heard we're having reports about this bright light in the sky. Uh, you said you were in Bethlehem, didn't you? Yeah, we're yeah. in Bethlehem. Okay. Yep. Is there any uh, any weird occurrences in the sky out your way? Oh, look, don't get me started on the bright light, Marty. It's directly overhead. I mean, last night it was so bright, it was actually warm in here. The guests couldn't get to sleep. We, were, we had people in the foyer. Just excuse me, that'll be the door. I've got to go, Marty. Hang on. All right. Hey, thanks for your call. It was an incredibly bright light. Uh, well, if you want to pick up on anything that Jonathan had to say, happy to take your thoughts as well. Phone us, text us, email us, or tweet us at Newstalk BC. It's fairly obvious that Jonathan was not a fan of the census. Well, maybe you are. Maybe you've got some reasons why it's a great idea to have this snap census, as Jonathan was talking about. Why don't you give me a call about that? Of course, there is also that weird occurrence in the sky. It's been fairly large in the news for the last wee while. Jonathan was saying it's kind of over Bethlehem at the moment. Have you seen it? Have you experienced it? Why don't you give us a call? The BC to AD switchover. Everyone knows we're changing the calendars from BC across to AD. We have been counting down as long as anyone can remember, and we're finally about to hit zero. What are we counting down to, if anything? Well, who knows? But uh, here we are. We're in the final week. Are you ready? Look, personally, I think it's just going to be a non-event going to change from a Wednesday to a Thursday. I know the nutters out there think something massive is going to happen because they're nutters. Well, look, maybe if you are a nutter, why don't you give us a call? Because, you know, they're always fun. Of course, we are talking as well about Caesar's quashing of that Labourite uprising three months back. Uh, We're now hearing rumours that those Labourites are organising themselves with a new leader. With the old one, David, being crucified eight weeks ago now, I wonder if the uh, new Labourite leader is feeling safe, confident, or not. Do you think that this new leader of the so-called opposition has got what it takes to overthrow Caesar? You can phone me, you can text me, you can email me, you can tweet me. This is Newstalk BC. Hello, Ruth. Oh, I love your show, Maudie. Oh, look, thanks so much, Ruth. Now, look, I, I live up Bethany Way, you know, up by the um, northernmost point of the Dead Sea. Yes, I do know Bethany, actually. I spent some time there water skiing in my youth. They're very buoyant, good place to learn, actually. Oh, it's a yes. beautiful place. It is. Oh, we're happy here. We really are. But you know what? I was just hearing that lovely man you had on, you know, the one from the Innkeepers Association. What was his name? Yeah, yeah, Jonathan it was. Yeah. Well, you know, it's really strange because he was talking about those bright lights being over Bethlehem. Yeah. Well, what's funny is about two nights ago, we had that bright light right above us in um, Bethany. Filled the sky, it did. looked absolutely beautiful. All right. So, okay, Bethany, I would say that's about a two-day journey from Bethlehem. Yeah, but look, it was going west. It's moved right over in that direction. Right. So it's coming from the east and going to the west. Yeah, well, I know it sounds silly, love, but honestly, it was a bright light slowly travelling across the sky mm. and and last night it looked further west so yes it would be moving from mm. the east 
to the West. Yes, it definitely was. That is a bizarre thought. But look, thank you so much for your call out there. Oh, look, no problem. And you know what? Now that I think about it, since that light came, our reception for 3BC's been so much better. What right. do you think about that? Well, remember, it's News Talk BC now. But yeah, that's great. Um, look, oh. thanks so much for your call. And well, hang um, on. Look, while I've got you there, do you know what else occurs to me? What was Figs. that? Figs. Price of figs. They've gone skyrocketing. Do you think that's related? Well, I, I don't think it's related. honestly, uh, they've just gone so high. Yeah, well, I do love my figs, but oh, it's I not know, really... I know, you do. I've been listening to your show for so long now, I know everything about you. Right. You love figs, don't you? <laughs> I do love a fig. And you know what I'm going to do? I've got a lovely recipe for figgy pudding, and next time I'm in Jerusalem, I'm coming right to your studio, and I'm going to give you a nice big figgy pudding. What do you say to that? You're going to bring me some figgy pudding? I'm going to bring you some figgy pudding. Oh, I wish you could bring it to me right now. Oh, look, if I could, I would, but I will next time I'm in Jerusalem. Don't you worry. Well, look, that's very kind of you, Ruth. We do need to move on. Thank you so much for your call. Bye-bye oh, now. I love your show, Maudie. Love, love your show. Thanks so much, Ruth. The BC80 switch over, the Labour rights new leadership, the census, and, of course, that weird occurrence in the sky. We're talking it all here this afternoon with Maudie Lehman on Newstalk BC. Hi, Ahmed here from Ahmed's Used Camels. Are you sick and tired of your old ass? Struggling to get your growing family onto a dreary dromedary or do you want something with a little more hum for your drachma? It's time to upgrade your camel or trade in your ass at Ahmed's Used Camels. We've got the biggest selection of used camels this side of the Jordan and all our camels come with a 12-month non-reflux guarantee. So you won't have your best tunic spat on by one of our guys. Our sales team pride themselves on their extremely aggressive haggling, so get in there today. We'll even treat you to a cup of lukewarm apple tea. And there's a sandpit for the kids out the back. A really big sandpit. Get off your ass and onto a used camel from Ahmed's today. Hey there, Bronze Man here. From this Friday, you should start to see voting scrolls arriving at your place asking the question, should a gentle flogging as part of good parental correction be a criminal offence in the Roman Empire? It's a Roman citizens-initiated referendum, and it's your chance to have your voice heard on this very important issue. The Empire wants to hear your views, and you've got until the end of the current lunar cycle to send them back in to have your vote counted. Keep your eyes peeled for the child-flogging referendum voting scrolls arriving at your house from this Friday. Jerusalem's number one talk station, News Talk BC. BC. For the biggest personalities. Those money changers down at the temple, their exchange rates are an absolute disgrace. Big issues. I would love to see someone go down there and overturn their tape. Hot conversation. So when I was over in Egypt to run the Cairo Marathon, I saw those pyramids and I've got to say, I mean, we may have been slaves when we built them, but Caesar, those things are impressive. For the strongest opinion. Those Roman senators who loosened the laws around the sale of wine at the bazaars, frankly, Crucifixion would be too good for the, the best sporting comment. Frankly, I can't see how a gladiator can be accused of match-fixing. Jerusalem's number one talk station, News Talk BC. News Talk BC. Phone, text or email morty at newstalkbc.com. Now this is News Talk BC and you're with Mordecai Lehman. To an email from Abdullah. Abdullah says he's a travelling merchant. He uh, is talking about the weird occurrence in the sky. This is what he says. <clears throat> I've been in a caravan for several weeks. We were travelling from Susa to Babylon and it felt like the light was following us. Well, that would make sense actually and follow along from what Ruth said going from the east to the west. It kind of lines up. 
to a tweet from Joshua now at News Talk BC. Joshua says this hashtag anti-flogging referendum is a waste of my tax denarius. Uh, we all know Caesar will ignore it anyway. Thank you, Joshua. It's true, actually, because of all the polls I've seen, it's about 87% of citizens say they're against this. But you have to remember, it was Caesar who decreed it. He's in charge. It's not like we can live by mob rule. That would be like a democracy, as opposed to the dictatorship we're currently living under. Anyway, hello, Seth. G'day, g'day Morty. I'm just wondering, are you prepared yet? Uh, prepared for what exactly? For the mayhem that's going to start in the new year. Oh, OK. So you're talking about the millennium hysteria over the big switch over from BC to AD? Look, of course I am. Look, even you guys have been talking about the strange occurrences in the sky over Bethlehem now, and I reckon it's a sign. Okay, sign of what? Look, I've called in here before, and I've been saying for a long time now that something terrible is on its way. Most are just saying it's a change in the calendar. What could go wrong? Well, first off, look, even the Romans, I mean, they're not dumb. They've issued this empire-wide proclamation that unrest is not going to be tolerated. And why would they say that unless there's something really serious is going to go down? All Something's right. going to happen. All right, all right, all right. Well, look, I, I, with respect, maybe they're saying that because they've heard calls like this and they're just, uh, maybe they're just covering their bases. No, no. Look, look, you've got your head in the sand, Morty. Our whole calendar has been counting down. And you've got to ask, what's it counting down to? I'll tell you what, there's going to be riots in the streets. The banks are going to be full of useless abacuses. They're not going to work anymore. Look, haven't you heard these soapbox rabbis saying that people's sundials, you know, they're going to go the wrong way. I mean, who knows what well, all this is going to... Sundials the wrong way. Maybe even the sand and the hourglass will be floating from the bottom to the top. Look, look, don't patronise me. I'm not a nutter. But if you haven't been stockpiling food, you're, you know, you're stuffed. It's the end of the world. Look, okay, tell you. if it's the end of the world, world's going to end, what's the point of stockpiling food? Who's going to eat it? Not literally. I mean... You're being facetious. I don't mean the end of the world. I mean the end of the world as we know it. It's going to be chaos. There's going to be anarchy on the streets. And you won't be so smug when you're not broadcasting from your ivory tower next week and you're looking to me because I've got all the food and love. Right, OK. There's at least one every show. This is News Talk BC. G'day, John. Hey, Morty. How are you? Yeah, very well, thank you. What's on your mind? All right, well, look, the Labour uprising that Caesar quashed a few months back, well... It's no wonder they were so utterly annihilated. Really? Why is that, John? Well, look, at the end of the day, if you want to overthrow the Roman Empire, we all know you've got to have the support of the people, Morty. And those guys, they were in total and utter disarray, I tell you. I reckon Caesar, he's done a great job in a tough financial climate, working to save more, spend less and reduce the empire's dependence on conquering foreign countries. Okay, so uh, we can take it that you're a bit of a fan of this current Caesar. Oh yeah, I mean look, at the end of the day what the people want is strong and stable government and that's what we've had under this Caesar for six years now and it doesn't hit, mind you, if I do say so myself, he's a pretty good looking bloke. Oh, well, each to their own, John. Hey, uh, I'll grant you that Caesar is popular, in fact one of the most popular Caesars we've ever had but his policies haven't always been like, what about that whole 49% partial sell-off of the Roman aqueduct? Not everyone was in favour of that. And then there was all that, we're a bit unclear on it, but that mudslinging after the episode with those stolen scrolls? Oh, come on, Morty, in my opinion, that was just dirty politics. And at the end of the day, people are more interested in the issues that matter to everyday Judean mums and dads. We're hearing rumours of these labourites regrouping under a new leader, 
from your perspective, how do you rate these guys? What are their chances of getting their act together and giving Caesar a decent run for his money in, I don't know, say three years from now? Well, Morty, they could try again another three years with the far-left agenda. But I reckon none this season. He's got another good six years of them at least. All right, all right. Hey, well, I got you, Morty. Mm-hmm. Uh, Caesar's initiative to change the Roman emblem. Yeah, yeah, we did talk about the change of the Roman emblem, the flag, if you will, a bit earlier. But yeah, quickly. Well, I reckon the emblem should represent the modern-day Roman Empire. So for me, I'm all for changing it. Well, of course you are, John. Thanks for your call. Thank you, Morty. You are on News Talk BC. G'day, Noel. Oh, no, it's actually pronounced Noel. Oh, sorry, was that Noel? Noel. Noel? Yes, Noel. Oh, look, sorry, Noel. Well, wow, what a beautiful name. You know, I've been doing this job for a good 20 years, and I you know, I do believe you are the first Noel I've ever had. The first Noel? Yeah, yeah. Well, what would you like to talk about? Well, Morty, I just wanted to quickly mention the booster seats. You were talking about that earlier? Yeah, just for those who are joining us, uh, if you're not aware of it, Caesar's put out a new proclamation that children under three cubits tall need to be in a new Roman-approved booster seat when they're travelling in chariots. So go for it, Noel. What's your thoughts? Well, I just basically wanted to say, how dare they? How dare the Empire tell me how to look after my children? Mm. I mean, I've had seven children. Four of them have survived, which is a really good average in this day and age, over half. How dare they try to tell me how to keep my child safe? Well, you know, you, you do sound like a very good mother, but you do have to concede, don't you, Noel, that the Empire really has the interests of your children at heart when they bring in these safety regulations around boost seats. I mean, you'll be aware of the stats on accidents involving uh, children's and chariots, and they make no, for some pretty grim Woody, reading. I've seen those stats, and the Empire has fudged the data. Half of those accidents involving children weren't chariots at all. Those kids were falling off donkeys and camels, and everyone knows donkeys and camels are not as safe as chariots. Yeah, well, I, I, yeah. If you can't afford a chariot, you really shouldn't be on the road. Well, that's a little These bit... These proclamations too. are coming out thick and fast, and now they're telling us we can't even flog our own children. Mm-hmm. I'm sick and tired of the Roman Empire trying to control our lives. Right. What makes them think that they can have any say in how I raise my children? Mm. Just because they rule the known world doesn't give them any right to dictate to me and my family. It's all just more PC nanny empire garbage. If there's any officials listening, you know what? You can go and tell Caesar to keep his big Roman nose out of my business. Okay, uh, look, thanks. No, no, thanks, Noel. We'll we'll leave it there. Sounds like one of your children may need you in the background. Great mother that you are. Thanks for your call and thanks for your views on that. This is News Talk BC. Hello, Kahim. Hello, Modi. Hey, yeah, uh, thanks for giving us a call today. What would you like to talk about? Well, that call you had on before, uh, I think John was his name, was it? Yes, yeah, yeah, we did have a, a caller, John, on before. He thought that Caesar was doing a pretty uh, pretty bang-up job, if I can put it that way. Wait, what's your angle? Well, I was just listening before, you know, it's hard not to, but just thinking, what planet is this guy on, you know? I mean... I've been pretty heavily invested in the mega uprising, you know, and I just think the young people of Judea, they're fed up with this government. Yeah, well, it certainly has been a big uprising, hasn't it? Um, but when you say you've been invested in it, did, were you on the front line? Were you actually fighting? Were you in, involved in the conflict? <laughs> oh, no, no, no. But no, I did fight for the cause. I mean, I sunk a lot of my personal vows into equipping the rebels. Uh, yes, we lost. Sure, we came second. But... 
I think we've learned a lot from our defeat, and we will rise up stronger than ever. You know, I mean, I've heard hundreds of young people shouting down with Caesar, and obviously other things you can't say on the radio. Well, you thank know. you. I appreciate you not saying those things that can't be said. But I'm wondering why it's so important for you to see him toppled. Do you have a personal vendetta against this season? I just think Caesar can't be trusted. You know, I mean, he's foreign. You know, I think the scariest part of Caesar. Rule is this whole mass surveillance thing that he's ordered throughout the empire. Mm-hmm. I mean, he sees you when you're sleeping, he knows when you're awake, you know, he knows if you've been bad or good. Also, be good. For goodness sake, it's not that simple, Morty, and you know it. Okay, okay, look, don't get your toga in a twist. A lot of people say if you've done nothing wrong, then you've got nothing to worry about. <laughs> you are so naive and cute, Morty. Look, haven't you heard about the Gentile Centre for Spying and Bugging? Yeah, the Gentile Centre for Spying and Bugging. Everyone's heard of the GCSB. What about it? Yeah, well, it's like they've got more than just two eyes watching you at all times. It's like they have at least five eyes or something. Um, you seem to know a lot about this whole situation, Kahim. Um, you... You wouldn't happen to know anything about those stolen scrolls, would you? No, I know nothing, unless they're Chedamite scrolls, because they are young. Okay, Kahim, thanks for your call. This is News Talk BC. Remember, you can call us anytime. You can text us or you can email us, Morty with a Y, at newstalkbc.com. Hello, Laban. Uh, g'day, Morty. Long-time listener, first-time caller. I reckon I've been listening to you since Noah got off the yard. Oh, very good. Good to have you on the show, Laban. What's on your mind? Well, you were talking earlier to, um, I think it was Seth, wasn't mm-hmm. it, about, yep. uh, about that warning. I think he called it the uh, the Empire-Wide Proclamation. Something about going from BC to AD switchover. Yeah, that's right. That's like right. an operation. <laughs> the Romans, they've made this Empire-Wide Proclamation, which I guess is effectively a, a warning across the whole globe or a, or a global warning. Uh, that when the calendar changes from BC to AD, there there could be widespread chaos, and they're basically coming out saying that they just will not tolerate it. Uh, look, I reckon I reckon it's a load of bunkum. To be honest, mm. I'm very sceptical about um, about this global warning. bunch of bunch of bunch of hoo ha about nothing. Yeah, well, how's that, Laban? Well, people are talking like it's going to be some kind of apocalypse. You know, mm. like the whole world's going to melt down. But if you ask me, um, it's another Roman money grab. The Roman Empire is just scaremongering, like they always do, to give them some excuse to raise the taxes. Okay. It's the same everywhere all over the world. Oh, so raise taxes, you think? How's that? Well, I think there's a lot of misinformation out there. Those people who think that the sky's going to fall are just trying to close down the debate and silence anyone with half a brain who can think for themselves. And I think between you and me, we've got half a brain. <laughs> well, you certainly sound like you've got at least half a brain. I think I'm with you on this one. Thanks so much for the call. I'll call you again sometime. Look, I look forward to it. Coming up in the next 20 minutes, um, one of my favourites, actually, Hezekiah with his weekly wine review. But I have to say, I've just had a note given to me by our producer. We've just had um, some calls to the newsroom telling us that there's some academics in town who have been studying this weird occurrence in the sky for a wee while now. We have managed to track them down, that's good. And uh, I guess we're going to be talking to them next here on News Talk BC. But now, it's News Headlines time. BC Headlines. With my Temple Tax Refunds. The accommodation shortage is hitting hard with inns and hotels oversubscribed throughout Judea as people are forced to travel to their hometowns to register in the Roman census. President of the Innkeepers Association, Jonathan Clarksman, says that many inns are flouting council regulations by allowing three families to a room and improvising unsanitary overflow accommodation. 
Fishterra has announced a record low payout of five shekels per kilo of fish solids. The announcement is expected to hit hard in Galilee and other major fishing regions. A strict four-mile-per-hour tolerance will be enforced on the roads for the remainder of this holiday season. Head Centurion for the Roman Transport Authority, Speedius Maximus, reiterated this morning that those who flout their decrees will be mercilessly flogged. News updates every 20 minutes or as it breaks on Newstalk BC. G'day, Judea. It's your old mate Barabbas, the butcher. Have we got a deal for you? We're getting fired up for the barbecue season with donkey thighs, sacrificial lamb and camel snitchel. All just two iron shinkles a pound. That's donkey, lamb and camel. All top cuts and cut price. Not to mention Barabbas, the butcher's famous goat sausages. Some people say they're the best sausages in the known world. Come in and see us. Barabbas, the butcher, stores empire-wide. And of course, go the mighty Nazarene warriors. This week at Ephraim's Fishing Supplies, we'll have you walking on water. Whether you're commercial or just recreational, Ephraim's has all the fishing gear you need. This week, it's nothing but net. Big nets, little nets, thin nets, heavy nets, nets for the left side of your boat, nets for the right side of your boat. We've got nets for the whole family. Check out the latest in triple knotted nets all the way from Mesopotamia. But being quick, take advantage of our special offer. No payments until 1 AD at Ephraim's Fishing Supplies. But wait, there's more. If you buy our new Mesopotamian 12-foot net, you'll get a set of Egyptian fishing knives absolutely free. Don't miss out on our fantastic deals at Sidon, Caesarea, Joppa and Galilee. Stocks are limited. Hurry, offer in soon. Conditions apply. See in store for details. Catch him, cut him, net him, got him. Ephraim's Fishing Supplies. Ephraim's, we make fishers of men. It's Mordecai Lehman on News Talk BC. This is Newstalk BC and it's my great pleasure to welcome to the show Associate Professor of Astronomy, Dr. Ali Balthazar from Eastern University. Dr. Balthazar, welcome to the program. Oh, thanks for having me. Uh, so I understand that you have been tracking these events in our skies for a while now. What can you actually tell us? Well, what you're seeing across the whole sky is essentially refraction or the light spilling from a single celestial source. But it's, it's so bright it's, it's actually a bit hard to make out. Mm. But we're reasonably confident that it is, in fact, a star. OK. Um, we're also having reports that it's travelling across the sky from the east. Now, a star travelling, that doesn't sound like any star I've ever heard. Oh, well, yes, you'd certainly be right in that assertion. Uh, in fact, that's what makes this all so very interesting. Uh, it, actually, it's become a bit of an obsession, you see, for <laughs> myself uh, and a couple of my colleagues. We've been bearing gifts and traversing afar, over field and fountain, moor and mountain, following yonder star. Well, so if you've been following a star, I guess we can say we, can I say officially we've established it is a moving star then? Well, yes, yes. Uh, Yes, exactly. We believe that this star was foretold hundreds of years ago and is written about in our holy script. Well, look, I've, uh, I've never professed to be someone who knows the holy books very well, so I'll take your word for that. But you did mention gifts. Well, what are the gifts for? Oh, well, uh, for the new king. New king? We've got that old king around here, you know, King Herod of the Jews. I don't know if you know of him. He's a, he's a king. They call him a king. He seems a bit more like a Roman puppet to most yes. of us. Yes, well, now uh, that's what the star means. That's what it's actually indicating, that there will be a new king born in Israel. Okay, you're telling us that hundreds of years ago, the holy book said that Herod, who was our king, would have a son, i.e. the next king. Look, we don't know exactly when 
or exactly where, or actually for that matter, to whom the new king will be born. So I can't really speculate on that. But I can say that this event has been spoken of for hundreds of years, and the fact that this star has actually shown up is evidence enough for me and my colleagues that this celestial event will culminate in a new king being born. Very soon, in fact. If not already. Associate Professor of Astronomy from Eastern University, that is Dr. Ali Balthazar. Thank you so much for joining us. That is indeed my pleasure. Well, let's call that as a confirmation, shall we? Uh, we have a single star moving overhead, according to the academics from Eastern University. Like to hear your thoughts on this. Be pretty quick, though, because the lines are pretty busy. What about the thought that this, I'm going to say could, the star could mean there's a new king being born. I think we should check with the palace. I'm just looking to my producer. Yep, okay, I think we're going to check with the palace, see if we can get a spokesperson to uh, have a chat about that as well. We want to know if uh, Herod's wife is indeed pregnant. Uh, phone, text, email, we'll talk about it any way you like on Jerusalem's number one talk station, News Talk BC. Hello, Eli. Yeah, yeah, Morty, how are you, man? Mm, good, mate. Now, you asked if anyone wanted to comment on the star, mm -hmm. you see, and I guess we can call it that now since your last guest says it is a star. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, good. Well, see, I've been saying to everyone for days, bro, this is a star, but everyone's been telling me that that's garbage, it's rubbish because stars don't move like that, but I told them, well, what else could it be? Yeah. Anyway, I'll be watching it every night, and I don't really care what it means, Bro, it's all good with me because it's like uh, what? It's like daylight saving on steroids, eh? <laughs> so we've been staying up late with the boys, having an extra long Barbie, playing footy at midnight. You know, awesome stuff, man. Just because we can, and and saving on the outdoor lighting too. Now think of the power savings, bro. Eh? Yeah, eh? yeah, that's a good point. Now, now bro, right. just before you cut me off, yeah, the, the Roman census. Bro, it's all good with me. See, if those Romans make us all go back to the town where we were born, you know. Sweet ass. Mm -hmm. See, I reckon it just means it's a good chance to catch up with the whanau, with the rallies. That can't be all bad, eh? Now, they should make it a regular thing this time each year. Hey, Morty, what do you reckon, eh? eh? Yeah, you're not, eh? not bad, not bad. I quite, I, maybe a day off and Lou would be good as well, because I'm stuck here at the station and you're off having a, having a, having a feed with the whanau. Howdy up, mate. <laughs> hey, uh, enjoy the footy tonight if you're out under that star. Uh, g'day, Josiah. Yeah, hi, Mordecai. I, um, it was interesting uh, listening to your astronomy professor a few mm. minutes ago because uh, it ties in with a theory I've, I've had for a while now uh, about the BC to AD switchover. All right, tell us your theory. Well, it goes like this. Um, what if the star uh, is in fact a sign of the king, as, as stated, but mm. not a normal king? Right. So what if it's predicting... For example, the King of Kings, as in the Messiah. Mm -hmm. And uh, what if AD stood for Anno Domini? Anno Domini, you reckon? Anno Domini. You're saying uh, the year of our Lord? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just, you know, saying what if. What if AD stood for the year of our Lord? And and what if the star was a, was a sign that the Messiah was finally uh, coming? Hmm. Hey, look, I'm, I'm not one of these people. <laughs> I'm trying not to be one of these people who sees a Messiah behind every rock, right? Yeah, yeah. But it seems to me really to make sense. And at least I see it as a real possibility. Yeah, look, that's fair. It is a possibility. But then again, everything's a possibility. You have to understand, when I sit in this seat and I do this job, it's not a unique perspective to be brought to me by a talkback caller. You know, at some stage, every man in their 30s with a beard thinks they're the next Messiah. So, look, I take your point and I appreciate your call, but, you know, I'm just... it's Morty, I think the conditions are perfect, is all I'm saying. 
I just think the time, mate, is right. And I'm just putting it out there. Yeah, no, look, totally fair enough as well. Thanks for putting it out there, Josiah. Thanks for putting the cat amongst the pigeons, as they say. I'm sure the old uh, telephone lines will light up now. No worries. Appreciate it, Mordecai. Hi there, Sarah. Hi, Mordy. Love your show. I can't get through my week without my drop of Mordy. <laughs> oh, you're very kind, Sarah. What would you like to talk about? Mordy, I just love the idea of a new royal baby. It's been so long since we've had one of them, since Herod got rid of his last three. Mm. Which means I've got space on my wall to hang some new royal plates. So apart from anything else, it would solve an issue I have with interior design. You're obviously a big fan of the royals, eh, Sarah? <laughs> yes, Morty. Every time there's a royal celebration, I get a plate and a spoon and a tea towel and a full set of royal stamps. I love it. Well, here's a question for you. Our last caller referenced the star and the BCAD switchover as potentially pointing to Herod's son maybe being the Messiah. What would you say to that? Oh, wouldn't that be lovely? I just love everything to do with the palace and that lovely young King Herod. His mother must have been so proud. Look at the beautiful temple he built. I know they say he disposed of his own children, but... Everyone has their bad days. Sometimes children can be very frustrating. But babies are just delightful. A new royal baby. I just can't think of anything better. Mm, Yes, thanks for your call. Okay. All right, okay, there's been a flurry of activity in the newsroom and the producer's booth uh, all around the idea of getting confirmation or not that Herod's wife is pregnant. If we are to believe the idea that the star in the sky is a sign of a new king, I guess that's a good place to start. Before we do all that, though, every week we speak to Happy Hour Hezekiah. He's a friend of the show. We all look forward to his wine reviews, as you would. Hi, Hezekiah. Hi, Morty. Have I got some wine deals for you, my boys? So here we go. Take note. We're first up from the Sinai. We have the Moses Syrah. Uh, This one is grown at altitude. Uh, Very good for cellaring. You could put this one down for at least 40 years. And the back label has got lots of very good instructions on it. It's got 10 reasons to drink sensibly and live healthfully. So it's worth getting just to read the back label, to be honest. I've got a fabulous Merlot. This is the Goliath. This is a big mouth-filling Merlot, also grown at altitude. This is a wine with attitude and biff and not for the faint-hearted. This has got high alcohol, high testosterone. And after drinking a bottle or even a few glasses, certainly don't drive the chariot home. You're likely to be completely headless. Uh, Also Pinot Gris, lovely Pinot Gris from Noah's Vineyard. Uh, This one's a little bit, um, for me personally, to be perfectly honest, a little bit on the watery side. Um, Very good buying and certainly won't leave you high and dry. So there it is. Come in and see us. Happy Hour Hezekiah from Naboth's Wine Negotiants, just off Grapevine Way. Thanks for that, Hezekiah. Always love your wine reviews. Thank you very much. All right, then. Hey, look, we had a caller a bit earlier who was mentioning what the AD was all about. You know, this conversation BC to AD has been going on, well, literally for years now. Now, he was saying if you missed the call, it stood for Anno Domini. That's his guess, which means Year of Our Lord. And since then, the texts have been going crazy. Uh, Lots of texts coming in. Sorry, I haven't had a chance if I haven't got to yours. But someone here says AD stands for another day. In other words, just another day, no big deal, no significance about it, which is kind of what I tend to believe. But there are a few people who are asking about our name. Someone says here, are you going to change your call sign from going, that means they're saying we're going to go from News Talk BC to News Talk AD. It's, oh, I don't see why we would. I don't see why we need to. 
a bit ridiculous to be changing at the drop of a hat. I mean, if you're going to change it to Newstalk AD, why don't you just throw any old call sign letters after Newstalk? I mean, you could you could put a B and a Z at the end of it if you really wanted to. See how that goes in the radio industry. You see, it's a bit, just a bit ridiculous, don't you think? Uh, thanks for your texts. Keep them coming in. Uh, you can text us and tell us what AD means in your opinion. Here's some news headlines for you. BC Headlines. With my Temple Tax Refunds. According to visiting academics from Eastern University, the mysterious light in the Judean sky appears to be a star. Associate Professor of Astronomy Dr Ali Balthazar spoke with Mordecai Lehman earlier today, stating that he and his colleagues were confident that it is a single star. Rumours are now rife that the star is a sign of a new king being born. Debate continues to rage amongst the Sadducees over whether household eunuchs should be entitled to paid parental leave. Hardliners maintain that it's a moot point. A new survey reveals holiday-goers are disappointed with their destination choices as Hanukkah, with most blaming the Roman infrastructure for their limited options as all roads lead to Rome. News updates every 20 minutes or as it breaks on News Talk BC. Well, it is that time again to touch base with our very good friend Zacchaeus Zachariah to talk dry and goodbye, the original sand, dust and dirt remover. What have you got for us today, Zach? Well, Mordecai, the original sand, dust and dirt remover, and from the stable of public bath blitz and locust away comes dry and goodbye. I don't know about you, but I'm sick of having to clean my Roman sandals off every time I enter the house. Did you know the average Hebrew spends six and a half years over their whole life just cleaning their sandals? Well, no more. Just pour dry and goodbye into our patented rectangular container inside your front door, step in, step out, and say goodbye to the sand, dust, and dirt. Your sandals are clean and dry immediately. Morty, some people tell me it's a miracle product. Hope we've got a miracle with that money. What's the price you've got for us today? Ah, for you, Morty, until the sun's at its peak tomorrow, we'll give you two packets of dry and goodbye for the price of one. That's two for the price of one. You can't do better than that. Agreed. How do our listeners get this incredible deal? Just drop into one of our three stores, Judea-wide, in Galilee, Bethlehem, or visit our superstore on the road to Damascus. Now, Morty, Mm. am I going to see you down at the Golden Sands for 18 holes this Saturday? Zach, I would not miss that for the world. See you at the 19th. Tomorrow in the Jerusalem Herald, we look at whether a change in the anti-child flogging legislation will mean good parents are actually more likely to be thrown to the lions. We investigate if your child will actually be any safer under the newly decreed chariot booster seat regulations. The banks are giving assurances that the BC to AD millennium switchover will not cause any confusion with their abacuses. Plus, in our lifestyle lift out the Galilee Goss, it girl Jezebel finally speaks out about the scandalous rumours of her and King Herod. The Jerusalem Herald, out tomorrow. Missed part of the show? Listen back online at newstalkbc.com. This is Newstalk BC, and through uh, some very uh, good work by my team out there in the producing suite, I'm pleased to say we've managed to get a hold of Deborah Hammerstein from Herod's Palace. And uh, we thank you, Ms. Hammerstein, for giving us a few minutes. No problem, Morty. Look, we've had reports that what we now know to be a star in the sky is actually a sign of a new king being born. We're looking for confirmation one way or the other that King Herod's wife is pregnant, Ms. Hammerstein. Can you comment on that, please? (laughs) I can assure you, Mr. Lehman, that Mrs. Herod has not given birth, is not pregnant, and that you have been misinformed. Well, our sources are telling us differently. If there is a king to be born, then surely the only logical conclusion 
is that Herod is expecting a son. No, Mordy. I'm sorry to say you're wrong, and there is no baby. Oh, look, Deborah, I, I understand you're giving us the official line, but you know that Herod needs a boost in his popularity ratings at the moment. A baby story would go a long way to that. Please, we go back a long way, Deborah. Herod's wife is expecting, isn't she? Mordy, I don't know where you got your information from, but you're barking up the wrong tree. The Queen has been at the temple every Sabbath for the past six months and has been seen by thousands and thousands of people. So if she was pregnant, the whole of Judea would know about it. Now, the palace would be more than happy to talk to you about any number of King Herod's latest building projects, which he might call his new babies. <laughs> but I think even you would agree, Morty. Had King Herod's been too busy with his fabulous building plans to even consider having more children. Okay, Deborah, do appreciate the time. Thanks very much. No doubt we will talk again soon. Thank you, Mordecai. That's Deborah Hammerstein, media spokesperson for Herod's Palace. Well, it, uh... It feels like a bit of a dead end to me now because either the academics are wrong or it's a different king, which makes no sense whatsoever. Happy to take your thoughts around this. Give us a call, drop me a text, send me an email, mordy at newstalkbc.com, or you can tweet us as well, at newstalkbc. Hi, Elizabeth. Thanks for holding. Oh, no worries, Morty. How are you going? Yeah, doing very well, thank you. What you got for us? Well, I'm, I'm ringing um, about one topic, but just before I get on to that, um, that woman that you've had on from the palace... Mm. Uh, she's actually dead right with what she's saying, Morty, and um, I'm going to tell you why. The foretelling of the Messiah says that he's going to be a descendant of King David, right? Mm. King Herod is not one of King David's descendants. So, um, yeah, the, the new baby king is not going to be born to Herod or anyone in his family anytime soon. Uh, so if you have a good look at your holy book, you'll, uh, <laughs> you'll discover that that's the case. But anyway, that's not what I'm phoning for. Fair enough. Let's move on. What's next? Uh, well, I'm an older woman. I've got a six-month-old myself, actually. Oh, Johnny, spit that out. Put that down. Ugh, yucky, yucky. Is that a locust, honey? Ugh. Oh, boy, sorry. That's Johnny. He's got this bug-eating face going at the moment. <laughs> no, that's fine. I've had little ones. I know what it's like. <laughs> All the same. Anyways, I'm worried about um, the world that Johnny's going to be growing up in. Uh, they're all talking about this Messiah like he's going to lead a violent, bloody revolution against the Romans. Oh, I just hope they're wrong, Morty. I really do. The world's a violent enough place as it is. We just don't need any more bloodshed. Well, I guess uh, speaking uh, from a dad to a mum, especially to a mum of a new baby, I, I, I totally understand where you're coming from. And how old did you say the wee one was again? Oh, Johnny? He's six months old. Yeah. Anyway, if the Messiah was to come soon, I reckon that uh, we're all going to miss him anyway. I think he'll be right underneath our noses, and we won't even know he's there. All right. Hey, Elizabeth, thanks for your call. Okay, thanks, Morty. G'day, Simeon. Mordecai. Oh, Simeon, you can call me Morty. Morty, Morty, all right. How are you today? Yeah, still very good. Look, it's been a really interesting hour of talkback for me. You've had a couple of callers with some really interesting thoughts, like uh, like that guy with the BC to AD theory. Yeah, uh, Josiah it was. Yeah, Josiah. Mm. Uh, talking about us moving into Anno Domini, mm. Year of Our Lord. And then there was Elizabeth talking about the possibility of the Messiah coming soon. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, well, uh, look, Morty, uh, Morty um, that really resonates with me because, you see, I work at the temple. And a few years ago now, God told me clear as day, 
that I would see the Messiah in my lifetime. Well, I have to say that's uh, quite a claim there. Well, yes, it is quite a claim, but I tell you what, I am certain it is true. All right, then. Anyway, um, I've been waiting a long time now, and I figure the Messiah must be getting here pretty soon. Because I'm not a spring chicken anymore, you know. I mean, my eyes are failing, I've thrown out my back, my knees aren't what they used to be, and... Frankly, I don't think I've got many years left. So I reckon if God's going to show him to me, which he said he would, he'd better pull his finger out. Okay, Simeon. Thanks so much for your call. Yeah. Uh, cheers, Morty. Uh, Morty. Cheers, Morty. Hello, Benjamin. Yeah, uh, Benji, if you don't mind. Thanks. Oh, sorry. Hi, Benji. Yeah, my mother calls me Benjamin, mate. <laughs> All right, mate. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, listen, I've never phone called back before, but uh, I've been listening, and uh, well, I reckon we've got the answers everyone's been looking for, mate. Oh, I'm glad someone does. Well, I, I just tuned in a few minutes ago and caught your interview with the lady from the Palacy thing. Mm. And, mate, I think everyone's seeing this all wrong. Oh, really? Do tell. Well, I mean, it's a bit of a story, sir. you got a moment? Is it right? Can I go on? Of course on? you can. Sure, go yeah. for it. Well, you might not believe me, because it's pretty crazy, but look, I'm a sheep farmer. Right? Come, come around. Get around on the lift there. Get that oh. Gee, dogs, you can't trust them. Anyway, well, I'm more of a herder, really. I uh, just you know, can't say I actually own the farm. Uh, and I was out in the fields with the others, watching the flocks at night, all seated on the ground, yeah, like you do, roasting chestnuts over an open fire. As a matter of fact, yeah, yeah just abiding. <laughs> then, gosh, young crows, this massive as light appears. I mean, shining all around us. I mean, it wasn't just a light. It was more like a really, really big person. Glowing, it's like they'd had a nuclear attack on them. I mean, I've never seen an angel before, uh, but I'd say that that's what it was. And we were totally packing ourselves, mate. I mean, I thought I was due for a change. <laughs> anyway, don't freak out, it said, and then it said, I've got great news, it's great news for everyone. A new king's been born over in Bethlehem, a king not like anything else. And head over there now, he's lying in the animal's feeding trough. I thought that was weird. How would you have a king born in the trough? Anyway... Suddenly, there were stacks more angels filling up the sky. Seriously. I mean, there were thousands of these things. Their wings were huge and feathers all over the place. Uh, uh, and they were all singing, God's awesome, and he wants to be at peace with all these people. Big songs, I mean, it was just extraordinary. Couldn't believe it. Well, look, you have to forgive me for saying this, but you are the only person I'm hearing telling this story. It's not. Oh, are you calling me a liar? No, 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 no. I'm not calling you a liar. But just from sitting here, hearing it from you, it does sound a bit, well... Fanciful. That's all I'm saying. Fanciful. That's a very interesting word. Uh, fair enough, Morty. To be honest, I'd probably be thinking the same as you, but it wasn't just me. There were loads of other blokes around looking after the sheep as well. I mean, let me finish quickly, all right? And then you won't, then you, I'm sure you'll just completely believe everything I've got to say. Uh, yeah, of course. Off you go. Okay. Well, off we went, right? We're down the hill into Bethlehem. And when we got there, we found the baby. I'm just like the angel said, lying in the animal's feeding trough. Ah, incredible. <laughs> I mean,. <laughs> An absolutely weird place for a baby king to be born. I mean, makes you wonder what sort of king he's going to grow up to be, eh? I mean, I hope he's a good one, but, you know, he's born in a trough, for goodness sake. Uh, uh, Bear with me, because I'm trying to figure this out, because you're telling me... You still don't believe me, do you, mate? Well, it's just that this long-awaited messiah... Yeah? You're saying has just been born not to the royal family... No. ...but to a couple of peasants in a cow shed. Yeah. Okay, well, what makes you even think it was the right baby? I mean, the baby you were actually the, looking the for. The angels, listen, Morty, the angels didn't exactly give me a GPS coordinate, did they? 
But how often do you see a baby in a feeding trough? Mm. Eh? Mm. I mean, all I can say is that the details that the angels gave us were absolutely bloody spot on, mate. Oh, all right. So when I heard you interviewing that lady from the palace, I thought, poor Morty's got it all wrong. He's an idiot. <laughs> Thinking that it's Herod's baby. Uh, but those other callers, mate, you've been talking to, they were getting close. So I thought I'd better phone up and tell you what I've just seen, buddy. Well, my disconnect here is I, I can't see why a king would be born in a cow shed. What's wrong with having a king born in a cow shed? means he's probably a real person. Mm. Well, I don't really care if you choose to believe me or not, Morty, to be honest. But if you think you'd like to speak to the father, well, literally, he's only a couple of minutes down the road. I can head back there if you like, and you can have a chat with him. You'd, you'd do that. You'd head back for yeah, us. Yeah, well, of course it would, mate. Look, that'd be awesome. Look, actually, let me, just, let me just put you back to my producer. Phil, can you pick up Benji when we're done? Because he's going to... He's going to connect us maybe with the father. Look, it's a, it's a it's a nice offer there, Benji. I do appreciate it very much. And so, hopefully, next here on News Talk BC, we might be talking to the father of this baby, who hopefully will have all the answers for us. Thanks, Benji. No problem. See you, mate. Bye. You know, my old grandmother always used to tell me, "You look after the shekels, the denarius look after themselves." Well, that might have been true of her generation back in the 50s BC. But these days, it's not so easy to make the shackles stretch. And you don't want to be some schmuck in a financial stook getting schmoozed by a dodgy money changer's stick. Oy vey, you want a bank you can trust. The team at West Bank, now they're the kosher deal, not the shyster in sight. Our bank, your bank. The West Bank. They'll keep your shackle safe. Conditions apply. Offer not available to Roman citizens, shepherds, slaves, lepers, women or Samaritans. Community Notices. With the all-new iTablet. Now even thinner. Just three inches of solid rock. Don't throw away those empty wineskins. This Saturday, the Dead Sea Scouts are having a citywide wineskin recycling drive to raise money for their Sinai summer camp. Watch out for a specially marked camel on your street. Just bring out your empty wineskins and an official Dead Sea Scout will be happy to take those away for you. A great opportunity to help a worthy cause while recycling and cleaning up our city. Because a tidy land is a holy land. Caring for our community. The all-new iTablet and News Talk BC. It's Mordecai Lehman on News Talk BC. This is News Talk BC. You're with Mordecai Lehman. Just a few minutes to go before the end of the show. It has been a very interesting afternoon here. Well, unless you're living in a cave, you'll be aware of our big topic, the strange occurrence in the sky, the lights in the sky, if you will, over Judea. We did have a visiting academic on earlier who has confirmed that the bright light is in fact a single star and uh, by his account at least the single star is the sign of a new king being born right here in Judea. Now we thought Herod uh, it proves not to be Herod so we've had some pretty remarkable calls posted including our last one which was well remarkable is not really the word. Uh, his account was he saw more lights in the sky, he heard voices as well, people singing and he claims these people, these these visions were angels. What's more that the angels were telling him and his mates to head down to Bethlehem where they'd find the baby in of all places a cow shed. Uh, now that eyewitness was a shepherd. Yeah, I know what you think about shepherds, and they're not on Judea's most trusted list, but he seemed very genuine, so let's go with that for now, okay? Now, he claims that the baby seemed to be 
somehow kind of special. He even referenced the child um, by calling him a new king at one stage. What he's done, um, he's headed back to the cow shed for us to try and get the father of this baby on the phone. We're about to talk to that father, I believe. I'm looking at my... Yeah, we're about to talk to the father, who by all accounts, and by logic, I guess, if this is a new king, would have to be some kind of royal. Um, yeah. Jo Joseph? And Joseph's from... Okay. Good afternoon, Joseph of Nazareth. Oh, Hello. Mordecai Lehman here, Joseph. Thanks for giving us a few minutes. Are you okay to chat? You are live right now on the radio, oh, News Talk BC. Crikey, really? Uh, well, look, I can probably chat for a minute or Oh, two. thank you. We do appreciate that. We understand there's been a birth, so congratulations to you and to the mother. Well, thanks. Is everyone okay? I know sometimes for a dad you get a bit nervous as well, but we heard it all happen pretty quickly in a cow shed of all places. How, how's the mum and how's the bubs? We're actually really well. But my wife's been amazing, and the baby, well, the baby's great. Well, that's very good to hear. Very, very good to hear to Joseph. But look, if you don't mind me asking, there has been a, quite a bit of speculation about your new baby. You may not be aware of this. We're hearing rumours about the birth of a king, and some people are actually saying that that king could be your son. Joseph, are you claiming to be some kind of king yourself? No, no, not at all. I'm just a carpenter from Nazareth. Okay, um, I'm confused by our information. Let me start with this. Are you a descendant of King David? Well, yes, I am. That's why I'm here in Bethlehem, for the census. But as I understand it, at least from the reports I'm getting, is it safe for me to assume that at some stage in the future you will be challenging Herod for the kingship? Is at least that correct? No, no, not at all. Okay, um, we spoke to some shepherds a bit earlier who were making some pretty strong claims about your child, uh, referencing your child as some kind of new king. In fact, Joseph, today I've had several conversations which, if they are to be believed, seem to be pointing to your child as some kind of messiah. Well, it's not my place to say. From what I've been told, I'd say he's much more than that. But look, Morty... Mary needs me, so I really do need to go Well, hang, just give us a, a, a 60 more seconds, because what it sounds like you're saying is that your son is the Messiah, the new king. Joseph, that is a very dangerous claim in this day and age. King Herod's killed many, many people for far less, and many, many people who have challenged his throne. Yeah, look, I understand, but it's not Herod's throne we're talking about here. Herod is all about ruling by power and violence. This child will teach the world about a different way, a, a way of peace, a way of love, a new way of relating to each other and to God. Hey, um, yeah, I'm, I'm coming, hon. Hey, look, Morty, I'm really sorry, but I've just got to go. Can I say, though, Morty, you know, you're welcome to come down here. Meet our child for yourself. Everyone's welcome. That is a very kind gesture, Joseph. We appreciate it uh, with a, such a young baby. But well, look, just before you go, I want to say one more time, congratulations to Mary and Joseph, congratulations to you on becoming a father. Thank you. That, that's very kind. But let me just clear up one thing, just something I must clarify. I'm not the father. But hang on, if you're not the father... Then... Hey, Morty, mm. I've really got to go. Well, no, just 60 more seconds, because... I, if I'm, you... I'm really sorry, But Morty, if you're but... not the father, who is Joseph? It's been great talking. Take care. Joseph? I've got to go. Joseph, the shepherd said that you were the father. Joseph, if you're not the father, who is? Are you there, Joseph? Have we got jo Joseph still? Joseph, are you there? Oh. 
Well, that's frustrating, but I guess I guess understandable. A new baby just being born. Look, look, I have to say I'm not a hundred percent sure I follow exactly what just happened there, but but we are coming up to new sport and weather here on Newstalk BC. So, well, it has been an unusual show this afternoon. So, what to finish on? What can I say? Well, I guess I guess every new parent thinks their baby is God's gift to planet Earth, and every parent hopes their child will grow up to uh, to change the world. Well, Joseph and Mary, let's hope so. New sport weather coming up next. I'm Mordecai Lehman. This is News Talk BC.